Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. It is wrapping up a step 12 tonight, and that is love. Tonight is integration, and we are excited to uh, wrap up this whole 12 Steps to Freedom by Rhonda Britton. We just couldn't be more excited to be starting Season 7 in a couple of weeks, and just start this process over. Totally pumped. Um, so let me introduce my beautiful co-host one more time for season six. How are you doing tonight, Carrie? I am doing amazing. Thank you so much. This is our final step in the 12 steps to freedom or the pathway to change and it, of course, ties everything together because love is what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So <laughs> um, on every integration night, we are blessed with our beautiful guest coach, Trish March. How are you doing tonight, Trish? I'm doing great, thanks. I'm excited to be here. Good. <laughs> We're glad to have you. Mm-hmm. Always. Bright eyes and at midnight. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we appreciate it. Mm. All right. Well, so Trish, glad glad to... What was that? I said I'm always glad to be here. Good. Mm. So, um, why don't you start us off by telling us what is your definition of love and how do you use that in your life and in the in the um, supporting of your clients? Hmm. Well, I guess I'd have to say my definition of love is um, the caring and warmth and commitment that you have with other people, that connection that you have with other people. <clears throat> I think connection is probably the strongest thing that I feel with the love and the value and respect you have in the relationship with others. Um, and I, you know, I, we talk about it quite frequently with my clients. We might not, not use the word love, but we certainly, in relationship, we talk about it consistently you know, in honoring yourself and honoring those other people and, you know, the connection that you have with them. So I, I am and valuing that relationship. So I think that I talk about it pretty often and really help people determine, you know, what they, what they want out of relationships and what they want out of the commitments that they have and, uh, you know, and learning about how, what love means to them and how they show love. I think a really powerful tool that I started using years ago was the five love languages. That was really Mm -hmm. a powerful tool to help me understand, you know, how I show love and how I like to receive love. Um, I think that was really important 
to understand. And I think it's really important in relationships. Are you familiar yeah. with that with that book, that, that process? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's really powerful. It's, it's made a huge difference in a lot of my uh, clients' relationships because, you know, when they actually think about, like, hey, this is how I show love and this is how I like to receive love. And, you know, if, if the person they're in a relationship with has showing love and giving and receiving love in different ways, it's hard to connect, but it's better when they can understand. Like, oh, this is how I like to show love and this is how I like to receive it and that's how you are. And it's a little bit different, but if you can work through that and learn to understand and learn to uh, recognize that and understand it with the other people and really integrate that into your relationship, you're going to have a much stronger relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, that it, that's one of those uh, exercises that just really opens your eyes. The first time I think I, I read that book, and then I know I he's written several books that also pertain to like doing it with your teenagers and your you know your your children too because it's it's really it's kind of like some of the other experiences we've had as a family where we learn to see our differences and how we process differently how we uh you know look at problem solving in a different way and when you take a look at how you accept and receive love and how you give love that also just opens a new dimension to your capacity to connect with other people and not just connect with them, but but recognize that, because I don't know, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so I thought everybody should be just like me. And uh, when I finally realized that, you know, everybody isn't just like me, and my idea of being right and having, you know, having my way was, was really a deterrent to be able to, to authentically love others and to understand them and to be willing to see their their strengths and and how we can work together to even be stronger because we're different, you know. And I think that that realization came to me uh, probably really when I read that book because it just opened my eyes to to see everybody has a different love language, just like everybody has a different way to process. And we all like different foods and different TV shows and different movies, and we're unique in each an individual. And the more we can appreciate each other's uniqueness, the more we can connect. And so I think that's really important. I'm glad you brought that up. Thanks. Yeah. I, I do think it's important. I had all my kids take the test. And, um, well, except for the tiny ones because, you know, they don't have a test for kids that small. But um, it was really interesting to see most of them had um, – like gifts as their as their number one love language, and some of them seemed kind of like um, what's the I don't know what the right word is, but maybe guilty that that was their number one um, because it's like I want you to give me things, um, but it but it's one of mine as well. It's not my top one, but it's one of mine as well. And I think that you know people. For me, it's not necessarily what the gift is. It's that someone spent time thinking about me and deciding that they wanted to get me something. It's not the thing that they gave me. It's that they took time and thought about me to give me something. And that that means a lot to me. So 
yeah. I think that it I think that it's interesting that um we can we can maybe feel bad about what our love language is or or like if if our if our partner isn't loving us the way that we want them to love us then we can make up all kinds of stories or whatever. So I think it is good to know how you like to be loved and how the people you love like to be loved. And so, yeah, I really agree with that. Um, I think, though, that, the you know, in fearless living, we always start with ourselves. And so I think knowing those ways that we can love ourselves, it's really important, too. And I can get stuck in the, in the you know, taking a bath or, um, you know, getting my nails done or keeping my hair, you know, uh, the way I like it or something like that, right? But those aren't the only things that we can do with self-care or self-love. I think the deeper we can go with it, then um, it could turn into almost every choice that we're making being be an act of love towards ourselves. So I think that that is uh, really a really powerful um, thing to think of as well. I agree. And just to be perfectly transparent, <laughs> I, I'm good with buying myself gifts too. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> gifts are my, is my primary love language. And um, I feel the same way, Kelly. Like I, I, I think about the people that are important to me and I, I like to buy gifts. So I frequently am, am getting things for people and, you know, it's in receiving gifts. It's not about the gift. It's about them thinking about me. Right. And just, mm-hmm. you know, taking a moment, think I might like something or, you know, that, it, that, that thing reminds them of me. And that's really what it mm-hmm. is. So I often go back and forth and I was like, that's not really time, but it is kind of time. So I, I, I fluctuate a little bit because they're taking the time to actually sit and think about me or to have it, you know, kind of register there. So I'll get back and forth. Yeah. But to not just yeah, the self-love thing. Um, I know I was making a little bit of joke about that, but I think that that's really important. And, um, you know, everything's really starting with yourself, right, in fearless living, which I think is hugely important because how, how much time do you actually spend focusing on loving yourself, right? And that's a key component. And I think that as the 12th step, like, it's the culmination of it all because you really have to go through all these other steps to get to the point where you can really develop this really deep self, self-love and be able to give yourself that without the guilt, without the shame, without all the negative feelings, without the judgment, all those negative feelings that pop up. It's true self-love that you're being able to give yourself because you've made huge change and transition in your life and you're at a point where you can really accept yourself and love yourself. So I think that's great that you kind of brought us back to that topic because it's really powerful. And I would have to say that, you know, self-love is, can be quite challenging. And it took me a really long time. And I would have to say that this year, after five years of coaching and, you know, digging into this work, I feel like I love myself now more than I've ever, ever have in the past. And, you know, there was, you know, and a lot of that is because there was still fear creeping up in different situations and different scenarios. And, you know, I had old tapes and patterns and filters and all the things that um, fear uses to keep you small. You know, those things, you know, you know, fear so um, tricky that it 
you know, it, it hides all those things. So you can be working on yourself for a really long time, and next thing you know, something pops up, and you're like, oh, no, there's another piece of me that I, I need to just love up so that I can release it and let it go. And, um, you know, so it's it's really a journey that you go through. Um, and I think that, you know, having self-love is, the, you know, that step that, you know, it's going to take you and uh, allow you to continue moving forward is really where I, I feel like it is, right? When you can love yourself mm-hmm. and, and love your journey and love where you are and where you, where, you know, your next steps, then you're really on your way. Yeah. 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 I love that you bring all of that up because I have been a recipient of Trisha's love and her gifts and I have them <laughs> up and around my room and so it constantly reminds me of the fact that I am loved. So <laughs> it is it is something that, um, you know, like I could have gotten those gifts and said, oh, these are so good. I love them. And then just put them away. But I put them out where I can see them so that I can be continually reminded that I'm loved by someone. And I think that that's really good, too, like, I have jewelry that says things that I wear every day that reminds me. I have things that people have written down uh, to me, um, cards. I have them up. I have them up where I see them all the time. And that is one of my acts of self-love, that I can constantly remind myself that these people think that I'm great. (laughs) And so when I'm... When I'm doubting that I'm great, I can look at these reminders that I have all around me and remind myself. And I think that that when you're starting in your process of loving yourself, that is a really great thing that you can do. And if you don't just have them, I say ask for them. You know, ask those people that are super close to you to, uh, to write something down that they love about you and then put it up. And if you get several people to do it, you can have little things that people love about you all over your wall or something. Um, I think that that is a great, uh, a great step of self-love. And I think another thing that I really use in loving myself is acknowledgement because it forces me to see, uh, what I've done, my accomplishments, it it doesn't allow me, when I write my acknowledgments, it doesn't allow me to diminish myself and the things that I do. And that definitely supports me in loving myself. Awesome. That is what really is a great. tool that, yeah, thanks. What is a tool that you use, Terry? Well, that, you took my tool, of course. I uh, yeah. I do yeah. write acknowledgments every single day, and that's a part of my my daily routine is to write gratitudes, which help me to love my environment and love the people that I I'm around, love uh, you know things outside of me, and then I write my acknowledgments, which are acts of self love you know, recognizing and acknowledging the growth that I've made, the thoughts that push me forward, the the actions that I've I've done, 
that have been stepping out of my comfort zone and, and moving towards my goals and the person that I that I want to be. Because for me, I center my center is really love and I want to be love. I want to walk into a room and I want people to feel that I I am a person who has confidence and loves himself and has the warmth and care for others, which comes from that inner, you know, that inner centeredness. And my mine is, is a, a very spiritual center where I center on the love of Christ for, for me. And I mean, that's my, my belief and that's what nurtures me. And so that, is my center every day. I center my, I have some pictures and some words that I look at every day. Uh, my morning routine includes um, some spiritual um, activities and that's how I center myself on love. Try, and then I practice. I practice loving myself and loving others. Now I, you know, I haven't become this epitome of love yet, but that's my goal. And that's what I, when I start to have a self-destructive thought or I start to beat myself up, I remind myself that I'm loved and that I, that it's actually a commandment that I love myself as I love others and as I love God. And so it, that's a, that's a realization that I didn't come to until late in my life and well, later in my life. And that's really nurtured, nurtured me and nurtured my growth, my transformation. And uh, fearless living was what helped me to bring that all together because I, I could see that I was, I was spinning on a, a wheel of fear as Rhonda calls it. And I was in the midst of self-destruction rather than self-affirming and loving myself in order to authentically and love others. And so that, that transformation occurred for me and within the, you know, within the last 10 years I've been working on that. And like Trish, I've come to the point where, where I can really see that transformation and know that I can go even further in learning how to, to love myself and authentically love others and actually be loved. That's, that's my, my goal is to my being. My being is loving. Awesome. Trish, how about you? So I I think that there's a couple things that I focus on just to remind myself of love. I think that, you know, being my essential nature uh, is one way that I really focus on just being as authentic as I can be and really uh, valuing who I am. And, you know, when I'm in my essential nature, which is part of the fearless living wheel of freedom, um, you know, I'm really able to be in alignment with myself. And I think that that makes me, the more I can be in that state, it makes me feel like, it makes me feel that self-love. And it allows mm-hmm. me to others. I also think that um, using the stretch risk or die tool, which is a tool that allows us to, um, understand how fear shows up and how to step out of our comfort zone um, really helped me love myself because it keeps me moving and it keeps me going in the direction that I want to go instead of sitting around in my fear, which is how I used to do it in the past. Right. (laughs) So I Mm -hmm. sit around and distracted and, you know, let the victimhood of my life kind of well up around me and 
consume, you know, my ambition or my desires and the goals and hopes that I had. So it really helps me, you know, keep moving forward. Even even the smallest step is a is a change for the better. So I think those are the probably the two ways, you know, just really living in myself, living authentically, and being the best self I can be, and being in alignment, and then using the stretches for that tool. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think those yeah. all the, all of those tools really line up nicely together because our acknowledgments are about those stretch risk and dies that we take every day and help us yep. to you know to accept ourselves. And I love the I love that you brought us back to our essential nature, which those of you who aren't familiar with fearless living, that's central to our to our capacity to be the best that we can be and and where Trish is, is authentic mine is compassion so compassion really really is a form of self-love and when we can have compassion and empathy for ourselves then we're able to have that for others so I often say to myself if I start to uh, to beat myself up or start to not have compassion for myself I'll just remind myself that I'm doing what I can when I can, the best I can. And that really helps me to recognize that, uh, you know, getting, moving forward is more important than being perfect, which is where I still, I will always be a recovering perfectionist. And it allows me to move forward and to do my best. And that's also a tool we have in fearless living, which is called intentions. And so, we really have a plethora of tools that we can use when it comes to self-love. Yeah. Trish, I, I love everything that you bring to our integration calls each month. And I'd love to give you a few moments to talk on how it's been going through this process with us this year and, and doing all of these integration calls with us on each of the steps. Um, well, I would have to say that I, you know, I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and uh, integration is always my favorite time to come because I get to the benefit of hearing a little bit about what some of the other people that have joined the calls the pre, three, three or four previous weeks have shared, and I uh, really get a chance to dive in deeper with some of the topics with those of you. So I really love. I love doing the integration calls, and I love joining both of you on these calls. Um, I think that each time we talk about these topics, and we've done this, as I said, a couple of years now, um, more and more comes up. It's just digging deeper as we really mature in this work, right? So it's, it's fabulous to hear, mm-hmm. you know, I know that my answers and the things that I talked about this time have to be different than what I talked about last time, right, because I've learned new skills, I've opened up mm-hmm. and grown. And I, I really, I've had so many changes this year um, that I've really been able to use, you know, some of the comments and some of the experiences in these calls. So it's been a really tremendous year um, with both of you. So I really appreciate it. And I, I do have to say that I think that there couldn't be a better time than right now to be doing this work um, because there are so many really horrible things that are happening in the world and, you know, people need support. People need, you know, hope. People need, you know, exposure to some good tools and good things that coaches have to share. And fearless living, you know, focuses on fear and definitely has the the tools that people out there that are suffering and, and just going through all this transition. And, you know, it's really a blessing to have you 
share this each week um, with with the world, really. So I'm glad to be a part of that. Well, thank you. Well, we love you. Yeah. We love having you be a part of it. You're you are one of our favorite favorite coaches in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> and the feeling is mutual. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> And listeners, no worries. Trish will be back doing integration calls with us again next year or next season. And um, we're excited to have her continue doing that with us. And before we get off the call, because I do, Trish, want to give you the opportunity to talk about the things that you have going on right now. But I would like for us to say first, what is the... What is the main thing that you would want our listeners to get from the call tonight? Um, I think that there's just a lot of tools out there to support you in learning how to love yourself. And, you know, and the love is what you're, what you're going to feel when, you know, you're in that right spot, you're in alignment, and you're ready to take the next step forward, right? So, and Self-love is the most important thing that you can, the most important gift you can give yourself. So lots of things. Awesome. Lots Thank of things you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to give you um, a couple minutes to share with our listeners what you have coming up so they can be aware of it and take advantage of it. Well, the first thing is that Terry and I are doing a workshop on Thursday all about taking your power back. So we're really excited to wrap up a series where we were uh, sharing powerful practices to change your life. So we definitely um, had some really good good material to share um, over the last, uh, the previous two Thursdays. Or, yeah, the previous two Thursdays. And we're getting ready to kick off a seven-week webinar series um, that we're going to be sharing uh, information about fearless living as well as lots of other information uh, to support people in moving forward with their life. So we're really excited to do that workshop and that'll take us in closer to the end of the year. And then who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, um, please, post, please post about both of those things on the Fearless Generation Facebook page so that our listeners can easily access that information and sign up for those classes. Um, we are once again, grateful for you coming on the show and adding your energy and your wisdom and your light to Fearless Generations. And we really do appreciate you dedicating one Monday a month to the podcast and uh, to staying up late for us. Yes, of course. Excited to be here as always. (laughs) (laughs) And next week it'll be just Terry and I on the call. We will be wrapping up season six. We're so excited to um, just talk about everything that's gone on this season, um, reflect, and uh, get ready for season seven. I'm just so excited. We have so many guest coaches lined up to come on season seven. We're almost fully booked already for season seven. So it is really exciting um, wanting to bring even um, just coaches that the listeners haven't seen before, haven't heard from before, um, do a totally different kind of coaching that we haven't had on the show before, just really wanting to expand uh, everyone's 
uh, view and understanding of these steps even further and get even more skills and tools and strategies to be fearless. Uh, Terry, do you have anything that you would like to say before we go tonight? No, just uh, I really want to thank Trish, and I look forward to I can't believe that we've been doing this this long, but that's amazing. And I look forward to we're going to be adding some other components that will be available to you that will support each month's uh, theme and each step. So we'll be sharing that with you next week as well. So just remember to uh, continue being fearless and being willing to move forward. This is your first time being on Fearless Generations tonight. We welcome you. We thank you for being here. Keep coming back. And if you've been here with us for a while, we love you and keep coming back. (laughs) We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom are created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to learn more about the Fearless Living Institute or Rhonda Britton, please go to fearlessliving.org. There are all kinds of classes and workshops and information available to you there. And you can also learn all about what Terry and I are doing with Fearless Generations at fearlessgenerations.org. We have a few workshops coming up and our new coaching, a group coaching program called Stepping Towards Freedom where we will be going even more in-depth to the 12 Steps of Freedom. And it will be starting October 7th because it's going to follow along with Season 7. So we're super excited. So everyone, until next week, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Good night.